Hello, and welcome to the Friday Live thing. Whether you have an existing online business or are just starting out, we show you how to grow and scale your business the easy way. Here are your hosts, Tim Goodwin and Mark Thompson. Hi guys, and welcome to the Friday Live thing, where myself and Tim decided 15 minutes ago we were going to go live and not tell anyone. Um, Often the best way, because we actually come up with way more interesting shit on the fly. Uh, yeah, we do. Right, so how's your week been, Tim? Um, just busy. Um, it's it's one of those... Uh, East, Easter's a bit of an odd time anyway. People... Um, it, it's it's just funny. Obviously, it's a weird time. And people people's buying habits are very, very different at the moment compared to what they'd normally be like. Um, uh, so... People are, people are still ordering stuff. It's like Easter Sunday. I think it must be Sunday. It might be Monday. I think it was Sunday. Um, we had an absolutely bumper day for absolutely no good reason. I'm like, have people just got to that point where they're just like, they're so freaking bored? Um, <laughs> One day's just like another. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm deliberately trying to keep weekends as weekends. Yeah. But try and keep some sort of continuity, but it's difficult. I get, I get, I'm getting more messages at the weekend now than I do during the week. So it is, it's weird. It's just, I, I, you know, trying to sort of figure out what the new normal is. Because normally what would happen is like, say for t- today, Friday, okay? It's normally one of our quietest days of the week. It's either Friday or Saturday is generally the quietest day of the week. Because on a, on a normal day, what would happen is, or a normal week, is people get to Friday and they go, well, if I order today... It's not going to be shipped until Monday, and I'm not going to see it until next week. So I'll wait until next week before ordering, kind of thing. Well, that's yeah. our thoughts behind the reason why Friday or Saturday is quieter. Um, but obviously, that's been totally thrown out of the water because um, shipping is taking longer anyway. So people are just committing to buying stuff. And this morning, as like, I, you know, my phone's been dinging away like mad thing um, with with new sales. So, so it's just just a, a bit weird at the moment um and obviously like e-commerce in general has seen um a bit of a bump depends on which part of e-commerce you're in um but certain e-commerce industries are seeing a good bump at the moment and supplements certainly is one of those um you know which is it's a we've said it before it's it's nice to have uh, to be able to ride that wave a little bit um but yeah Maybe just, um give Donald Trump sort of 50 million or something to just say the cure for a coronavirus is Lean Greens. Well, there you go. It's it's for every, every other company he owns shares and give them some shares. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, no, I'm not giving that. Uh, anyway, after saying that and now getting the, the, the secret service knocking on my door in a minute. Well, my, my week has been absolutely crap. Um, my bike got stolen. So burglars oh. are Burglars are obviously social distancing, but they're still going out. <laughs> well, because obviously all our walls were knocked, all our front walls were knocked down, and they still haven't gone up because the builders aren't here because they're they're still off. Um, so what was what I was told was four weeks is now getting into almost a year. Jesus, almost a year we've had no front walls, right? And it's terrible. So manana. Um, my Mac, which you can now see is a basic uh, paperweight 
just blew up the other day, stopped working. It stopped working between the time I downloaded a load of really important stuff (laughs) and backed it up at night. Seriously, I have got some really important, about 10,000, a list of about 10,000 people in there, right? That was meant to be uh, backed up. So it's where I downloaded it. But it, it actually blew up between the time I downloaded it and the time I started the backup. I mean, how good's that? <laughs> so yeah, I've got to go and get that fixed. So I'm working on a little MacBook Air at the moment. So, yeah. Oh, is that is that why the screen's flickering a little bit? Is it? I don't know. I don't know where yeah. it's yeah. but yeah, lovely. That's it. That's what I'm working on now. It's always good to have a spare Mac, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know why it's flickering. It could be, I don't know. No, probably a camera. Um, so yeah, I had a pretty shit week. So today, today we want to talk about a couple of things. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about uh, how Amazon has literally taken all their affiliates, lined them up against the wall, and went went along, kicking them all in the nuts. <laughs> right. Literally, that's what it's like. I, I, I think I think they've actually butt fucked them all, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, on the week that Jeff Bezos increased his fortune by 45 billion, wasn't it, in one week, right? They decided to literally take the, their affiliate rates and slash them to the bone. So to give you an idea, one of the, um, the category that I'm in, so um, health and beauty or health and whatever it is, um, normally the affiliate, there we go, um, the affiliate rate is normally, it's probably my screen then, um, normally the affiliate rate rate is four and a half percent so like you know if somebody if somebody refers um uh somebody to amazon to go buy my product you know they get four and a half percent whoopee do um they've slashed that down to now one percent one percent um they've taken some uh, some of the bigger earning ones like um i think it was like the electronics and stuff like that which was eight percent they've slashed that down to three um, and I, the only thing I can imagine is that they had a complete and utter brain fade um, in Amazon HQ this week, and they went, "Do you know what would be a good idea? When everybody else, everybody's like paychecks have been like slashed, like or completely non-existent, what we're going to do now is we're just going to uh, halve the affiliate rate that we're going to pay anybody, everybody anyway." Um, so it, it's just like they they have obviously no moral compass or no sort of like self-awareness of what's yeah. going on in the world you know the trouble is they don't need affiliates now their they, stock price is ridiculous it's like it's gone up by eight percent in the last yeah. month they, they, they have no need for affiliates and no. they're making that perfectly clear because everyone goes i'll go to amazon okay so what's going to happen a lot of review sites will start to disappear i don't know um, if it will disappear it it will um and here's what i hope is that um people realize that Amazon's not paying their bills anymore so that they'll go and find like the direct um, uh, like retailers like myself who have our own affiliate program and then they'll earn their 13%. My 13% affiliate commission now feels like, sweet Jesus, that's like an incredibly powerful, um, a high rate of return. And like Amazon, yeah, they get like a, a fantastic conversion rate, but if you're only earning one percent, 
you've got to have a ridiculously high conversion rate to justify you know the traffic that you're working so hard to get on your on your review site so there's i think there's a bunch of different fallouts from this amazon seems to be like pissing off everybody at the moment um literally everybody um everybody from the french government I'm, I'm moving to france to thank the french government for what they did to about amazon this week <laughs> well it, that's the thing uh, the, the french the, I, I, if you don't know um, france basically enacted this whole thing that um they weren't allowing non-essential items to be delivered um, to households. Um, and that that's included... like WWE wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen, WWE is supposed to be an essential um, business. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, like, yeah, but France are finding ad companies that are going to start finding companies like Amazon, like, uh, a million quid a week or something for... Um, shipping, you know, uh, non-essential items. And I say, I think it's um, uh, it, it's good that they're doing that in some respects. But they, there's the other side to it as well, which is the retailers, the sellers, the merchants. Uh, obviously, a month ago, they all got their feet taken away from them by Amazon by basically they sent them saying, "We're not taking any more of your stock in, and we're not going to ship any of it out." Um, because it's non-essential items or we're pushing out the delivery date for a month which is only going to get probably extended again and again and again um you know this whole thing with the affiliates is um you know the other side of their their business um of where their traffic's come from they've just gone do you know what we don't care we're just gonna you know slash your rates we don't need to pay that we we know we can get like the People coming to Amazon, we don't need it. Our stock prices are strong, and we're essentially essentially what they've done is halved their affiliate bill, um, uh, or more. And so obviously their value is going to be even even higher now. So, but yeah, the richest company in the world has now just got even more richer. Um, so I think it's interesting times because I think there will be. I, I was watching a video yesterday from uh, I think it's the income school um they do some really great videos on youtube and stuff and they were talking about this very subject and they're basically telling all of their members basically en masse to just remove every amazon affiliate link from their sites um because it's one it's not worth it to have it on there and two it'll butt fuck like um amazon <laughs> I, mean, I mean the other thing you can do i mean even as a protest and i never thought i'd say this yeah you know, Stick some AdSense on there. Yeah. Make make Amazon pay for their own traffic. Yeah. But you'll still get you'll still get the same adverts on there. So if people are going to click, they'll click. But um, with AdSense, the other, the other thing I was going to say, we've got if you're in the, I mean, if you if you're affected by this, and you're in the, the foundation, if you go to the marketplace, one of our guys, Mark Ramos, actually sources products from um, China. Okay, so he'll obviously know what the situation is now. So if you've got an e-com business or you were relying on Amazon, it may well be worthwhile looking at, okay, I was selling cat leads or cat harnesses. Let's see if I can find a supplier for cat harnesses and keep 100 in stock or keep 20 in stock. And as you sell them, order more or whatever. There must be some way of doing it. I say, I think arguably AdSense is a better deal now than an amazon affiliate link 
yeah. if you think about it, it's like the, the they're actually I've actually got believe yesterday I got my first ever email in about what five years from AdSense saying, hey, we've changed a lot of things, come back and check. Um, they're they're automatically testing uh, your the um, AdSense ads view now, and they're all, they're running an algorithm and converting it on the fly. So I, I assume if they know somebody normally clicks on uh, banner ads at the top, they will show them that. If they know they normally click on little square ads on the sidebar, they'll show them that. So it's a price, still not going to be any good, but I mean, it, I, I think it's a matter of protest. I, I'd do that. Yeah. But imagine, right? Just imagine you paid out like half a million for an Amazon site now. Oh, and there's a lot of people. If you look at the number of sales recently on Amazon sites, it's been going through the ceiling. Yeah. So, however bad you think you know your little review sites suddenly got, there's people way worse than you. Okay, you lost a little bit of value, but you can make up. There are ways of changing things. There are affiliate programs like ClickBank. If you've got a pet site, there are loads of pet programs on there. If you've got a health site, you've got loads of health affiliate programs um you can find something replace replace it with something whole foods go to whole foods see if they've got a, an affiliate program if you're selling foods type related related stuff okay no whole foods is actually owned by amazon isn't it forget yeah. that no actually you could actually put that on the end of most sentences is owned by amazon <laughs> so but there there is a, a kickback coming um the government's a lot of governments are looking at Amazon very closely at the moment, as well as Facebook. But I think Amazon would be because there's companies going bankrupt in these company countries that pay taxes directly down to competition from Amazon. Yes. And Amazon usually don't pay much tax in any of those countries. So, um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, th I think, you know, it's one of the other things Mark and I have been discussing this week is um, keeping an eye out for um, assets. And for businesses that are going bankrupt at the moment, or that they're like basically, you know, they're deciding to stop stop operating, um, you know, there'll be plenty of assets or the ability to pick up assets cheaply um, over the coming months where companies do go bankrupt, whether it's warehouse clearances, stock clearance, staff, that kind of thing. So keep an eye out because, and certainly, yeah, even websites as well. Um, there, there might be some um, incredible resources, some incredible websites for sale that are for sale cheaply because their um, their entire business model of selling stuff through Amazon and affiliate uh, sales through Amazon has plummeted. And you know, you could probably pick up a very decent um, site that you can then flip or twist to, to use it for lead generation. So, for example, in Tim's case, he can go and look for. Uh, health-related sites. It doesn't have to be about supplements. Any health-related site, he can pick up. None of this ranking, getting getting organic traffic. He can put his own links on there. Yep. Because um, well, there is a lot of what I'm looking at. Um, it's something that I've looked at a fair amount over the last couple of months. Anyway, um, not really talked about too much. But it's one of those. It's it's kind of um, always there. I'm always looking for the right opportunity, the right website, kind of thing. So. You know, if, you, if anybody comes across something and you know that's for sale then and it's a, a, a site that gets traffic that's the interesting thing for me i want the traffic i want to own the traffic um so you know it, it, there's plenty of those opportunities out there 
and obviously look for your own your own industry as well. So, um, but yeah, check out you know see, see what other, what assets you can pick up on the cheap because if you've got some cash, and um, there'll be plenty of them, plenty of companies going out of business over the next couple of months. Sounds really brutal, but ultimately this is how ultimately business works on a normal a normal situation anyway. Is that companies you know go out of business all the time it's just that now it's accelerated a little bit because of the current situation because it's been managed badly although they haven't got the cash flow to be able to see them through for the next couple of months and they have decided to shut shutter doors and you know the assets will be still available to buy and you can buy them on the cheap so it's it's quite interesting because um i've seen this week i mean there, there is a lot of opportunity out there i mean if you can run facebook ads okay you can just approach some of your local businesses some of the restaurants that are shut say look i know you're shut you're not going to get any customers at the moment but you know for 10 20 dollars a day we can start getting you like building up your page um so that when it's ready when you you can run an advertising campaign and get people back quickly um and do a deal i've done it actually done a deal this week for when it, the, the, the stuff finishes and the things get back to normal i've got a, a one day a job week a one yeah one day a week job uh, like not going to be a proper job they're still going to do it from from the office but i'm going to get paid for doing what i do anyway yeah um so a couple of those would be quite nice um so yeah th there is lots of opportunities out there i mean I'm, i was actually quite shocked at what's around at the moment um and there's so, still plenty of people who who intend on running a business come the other side. Um, it's and but they, you know, they want to be able to take that opportunity. You know, take the opportunity now whilst the traffic is cheap, and like the attention is cheaper um, to you know build up your own audiences or build up an audience for another business. And then when that when that business restarts, it's kind of like going well, I've got the, I've got the audience. How about I sell you access to my audience? You know, those kind of opportunities are really, really interesting. So you know. it's two to three weeks. I'm just run, I'm running just two, two ads and there's not one call to action in any of them. And all it's doing is just building my audience up. Like I was telling Tim earlier, what I've done between my bike getting stolen and my Mac blowing up this week, <laughs> great week, great week. Um, I, I literally sat there for about an hour and a half just staring at my ad account. Okay, go, looking at all the all, all the custom audiences I had, all the ads I was running, uh, all the campaigns I did in the past, and looking at how I can improve them. Like literally just staring at them. Okay, what would happen if I did this? What would happen if that? Just trying to extrapolate information. And the first thing I came up with, which was blindingly obvious, I don't know why I never saw it before, was We've always been taught to have uh, a pixel for every site. So on the lifestyle marketer, I have a pixel. On serious marketers only, I have a pixel. On our training site, I have a pixel. Okay. What I've done, what that means is I've got three relatively small audiences, which doesn't give Facebook any leverage. Okay. Well, if I run an ad to that, Facebook hasn't got a clue or hasn't got enough data. So what I've done is I've literally just this morning created a pixel called uh, Serious Marketers Only Brand Pixel, and it's now gone on every site that I've got. So hopefully by the end of the week, this is what I'm hoping, by the end of the week, if I, when I go to one of my pixels, 
Uh, eight of them will say zero and one of them will say 5,000. That's what I'm working on, just one brand pixel. Um, if I've got any of our other brands, which I'm going to boot out anyway, um, they they'll get they would get another pixel, but just get one pixel, guys, seriously, and then you've got a decent sized audience you can start to work with. And what I'm doing with this audience now is I'm, I'm going to literally run warm traffic to it because they've encountered us at some point, um, and then I'm going to run cold ads to people who have don't. don't everywhere around the world or just UK or just America, it doesn't matter where. But if they don't have that pixel, they're getting ads. And when they get that, when they see some of our stuff for more than 30 seconds, 10 seconds, 25% of a video, then they're going on to another pixel, which is warm, a warm pixel, part of the branding pixel. And then we're just going to market to the people who have a warm pixel. So nobody who has, who, that isn't aware of the brand will ever see an offer from us going forward. So one, one thing I would suggest with your pixels and with Facebook ad accounts is um, make sure you've got two ad accounts that are, um, that the one pixel is connected to. So like you'll have, you create your, your normal ad account that you run ads through um, that's linked to that one pixel. I would create a second ad account that's connected to the same pixel so that that pixel, um, that the second ad account, the, the spare ad account is kind of there as a, as a backup, just in case the primary ad account gets ditched. But what happens is you've not lost all of the pixel data um, when that first ad account dies, if it does die. So definitely have two ad accounts. My one suggestion with that second ad account is you have at least one ad campaign running at all times on there. Because otherwise, Facebook will go, well, this is not being used. There's nothing being built for it. We're just going to shut it down for you. Um, what, what I do with that is I once a month, I'll find one, one of my best performing posts and I'll boost it through that spare ad account. Yeah. But I just, I'll, just, I'll just run $1 a day. It doesn't matter. $5 uh, over the space of five days um, boosting a post. So it, every month there is a $5 payment going to Facebook for yeah. that spare ad account. So we, we have a, uh, on our spare ad account, we have one campaign running and it's my birth, it's a birthday campaign. And what it does is it, um, it only shows uh, this one particular ad to anybody who, who likes face, uh, our Facebook page um, whose birthday is coming up in the next week. And what it is, it's, just, it's like something really weird. It's a picture of like, you know, um, I don't know, Snow White or something like that, blowing candles out. And it's like, this is this is the week you get to eat all the cake. Um, that's well, yeah, that, that would only work if people or people are like Dave Toomey and have their date of birth on the 1st of January, right? <laughs> because he didn't bother changing it. So every year I, I, go, I go into um, his, account, uh, his account and there's hundreds of people wishing Dave happy birthday. I just laugh every year. So yeah, no, so we, we just run that one ad and it just ticks away. And because it gets a lot of engagement because um, people see it and they go, oh, that's cool. They wish me happy birthday or, you know, they give me an excuse to eat all the cake and all this kind of thing, which is great. And people just, you know, um, uh, so it gets lots of engagement. So the ad keeps on going and going and going. I think I spend probably less than five bucks a week on it. Um, so spare ad account within the business manager account or within the business manager 
or a spare business, or a spare business right. manager within the business, within within the business, manager. business manager account. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing nefarious about this. It's not like having completely different address and different cards and stuff like that. It's just a second ad account. Yeah. Um, because, because Facebook, they will be, if you have problems, they'll ban an ad account or give you a 30 day timeout on, on, on a single ad account. It's only when you really, really push them really hard, they'll just literally ban you from advertising forever. Yeah. And I think hey, that's- Hey, you disappeared. I, I did see that, yeah. Hi, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, so the, the second the second ad account is just it's just common sense. I think it's, it's one of the, it's just a smart thing to do, um, you know, because you can have a second business manager account if you want, um, but you'd have to really, really screw up um, to, you know, to, to get that banned as well. You, you'd have to not take any notice of any of the T's and C's and TOS of like Facebook ads to have that as an issue. Touch words, still haven't had a Facebook ad account banned, so um, I shouldn't say things like that. Oh, well, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I got mine back though. Um, but no, it's 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 a when it, with the pixel thing, it's super super important because we spend so much time. Um, I hate using the word seasoning the pixel because there's no such thing as seasoning a pixel. Um, it's it's just you're building up like the pixels building up information about the people that visit your site, and it's like it just takes a long time to get started again if you're starting from a completely fresh uh pixel and always remember if you're doing conversion campaigns you need 50 conversions a week before face facebook's algorithm actually wakes up so i mean if you if you can't do those conversions if your budget is small to, so small that you're not going to do 50 conversions a week so if a conversion's co costing you a dollar which it won't it will cost you probably three dollars um but if it's costing you a dollar, you know, you've got to be, have an ad, ad budget of at least $50 um, that week to get those conversions. So if you haven't got that, then run engagement and use the wording on the ad to get people to go to. So one of the interesting things with a conversion campaign, though, is that you, you get to choose the conversion, um, the thing that's the conversion metric. Yeah, so true. like. A lot of people say, oh, yeah, well, I don't run conversion campaigns because I don't make 50 sales a week. Yeah. Well, actually, you can still run a conversion campaign, but the conversion is somebody visiting a page. Yeah. Um, and you can, as long as you can get 50 people clicking the link and visiting your page, that's deemed a conversion. Um, so, you know, you set your conversion event um, to being the thing that you're most likely to reach 50 conversions a week with. Um, so if you're on a low, super low budget, um, you would, uh, you know, say, for example, you're just doing a $5 a day campaign, um, you know, or, you know, even less, you know, set the visit to a landing page being uh, the conversion event that you're optimizing for, not an actual lead or a sale. Um, so, you know, you can still run them. It's just that you've just got to be sort of aware of, you know, what a conversion actually is. Um, so, um, one thing I was going to say about you about Facebook, because, uh, whilst you're going on about Facebook pixels and all that kind of stuff. I've got one thing to say about Facebook. Go on. I switched to the new desktop, um, layout they've got. I switched straight back. Can't find anything. Can't get into my ads manager from the new layout. I can get into it and I can actually get into the, uh, spare ad, ad account 
right? But not my main account. <laughs> so I had to switch back. Uh, I, what? I, I don't know what Facebook one I'm on at the moment, but it's just they, they change it all the time. So it's just part of the game, isn't it? So what you can say something nice about them? Um, no, it wasn't really nice exactly. about them. No, that's enough then. No, no. I'm just doing a been playing around with a lot of different stuff this week on on Facebook ads and getting utterly frustrated by it. Um, one of the things I've been finding is actually my lookalike audience results have been getting worse and worse and worse. Um, so like when I run a uh, run a campaign to uh, my lookalike audiences rather than anything else, it's like traditionally they should be your best performing campaigns and your best performing uh, interest groups, if you like. Um, and they've, they've just got progressively worse and worse for, for whatever reason, who knows why. Um, so what I decided to do is start looking at more of the interests um, uh, that are available. And there's some interesting, int interesting interests, there you go. Um, there's some interesting interests which I found. Um, and it's, it's something which I didn't really realize, but I was, obviously I sell a turmeric product, okay? I actually did search on like the audience insights thing, and there is an interest that you can target for turmeric. And maybe I'm just like, you know, so far behind on this, and this has been available for, for years and years and years, but um, I started running a campaign for our turmeric product to people who are interested in turmeric. Funny enough, people are buying from it. Um, <laughs> Um, so but that, that's part of the um, problem with uh, Facebook is there's so many interests there you can't find them they need some sort of catalogue of interests um, that's better than just a list that drops down because it, there you go that's a product for somebody data, data mine all Facebook's um, categories and I, interests I, but, and but, somewhere we can find them but also with a uh, an audience like how how big an audience that would create for you because you know in the uk for example there's some some interests that are fantastic but in america they're rubbish and vice versa so you know um obviously i've been targeting for like you know a friend of ours who runs a local um, restaurant cafe hotel for mountain bikers mountain biking great interest group um, you know, and it works really, really well. You can get likes for like, now it's about, about three pence a like to get, <laughs> which to, to build your, your page audience, you know, run your like campaign and get likes for three pence a like. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, but it's, that, that's, that's what's available at the moment is that. You know, I, I tagged you earlier in the week in a post in, um, the foundation. All right. Okay. Right. One of the guys was getting $1.25 likes. So I said, that's not right. Messaged no. him. Tim will have a look at it for you. Well, so that's the thing. Be a problem there. If I, right now, within the health and fitness and nutrition world, I'm getting, in the UK, I'm getting 30 pence likes. Um, you know, compared to three, four months ago, it was more like 50, 60 pence a like. Um, and I'm quite happy paying 50, 60 pence a like because it just ticks away and, I don't really think about it too much. It's just building my audience bit by bit by bit. Um, but at 30 pence alike, my God, it's absolutely crushing it. So, you know, there's there's plenty of um, plenty of cheap uh, audience building uh, capability out there. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. <clears throat> That's so, interesting. 
So <laughs> that last comment that just came in. I know. I'm 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 bemused by that comment. Maybe maybe it's a a, a YouTube bot. Who knows? Um, <laughs> if you're not a YouTube state bot, state the bloody obvious bot. <laughs> state the bloody obvious bot. <laughs> if you are a YouTube bot, uh, obviously. If you're don't. not a YouTube bot, don't worry. Just us. This is just our sense of humour. Uh. <laughs> um, so appreciate. It. We've got actually we've actually got people on this call this morning, which is um, when Mark says, "Oh, we'll go live in five fifteen minutes," and nobody will come on. Uh, only because I could only schedule it in 15 minutes. I couldn't actually schedule it. So 20 minutes is the minimum time you can schedule it, which is uh, why we did the right. sort of five past 11. Um, yeah, I just thought we'd do it and see what see what happens. Thanks for coming on, guys. So um, what, what else has been happening in everybody else's world? Obviously, we've got we've got a few folk on here. So tell us tell us what's going on in your world, what's new, what's working. Um, because yeah, so, I mean, if for anybody listening, wondering what to do next week with an online with your online business, I would say what we were saying earlier: work out how to start building your audience lists. Bear in mind, an audience isn't just a an email list; it can be anything. It can be pixel lists, it can be messenger lists. Just start building those for when things go back to normal, whenever that is. So um, I did last week obviously we missed um uh we missed our call last week so we, we, we were mia we went we could but look i mean i was properly pissed off right um i i was last week was the worst i really struggled i had no motivation whatsoever um so i just took four days off i took friday saturday sunday monday off and i came back i was fine but i mean last week it was a grind it's interesting though it's like i look around our village where i live and it's like nobody in our village which tells you one thing <laughs> i'm like am i the only person working in this whole freaking valley and i that's what it feels like i go to my office like 10 minutes down the road and there was nobody in the whole whole like um business parts that i've got my business got my office in so it, it does, yeah, it, it's demotivating when you think, shit, nobody else is working. Why should I be fucking working? Um, I honestly think I'm convinced I'm going to forget how to drive a car. I've not been outside the front door in f over four weeks now. Alison went shopping, goes shopping once a week, right? Got stopped by the police again to ask her where she was going. I mean, they, they stop her right, almost every week. She gets stopped. Go, where are you going? I'm going shopping. Where are you going shopping? I'm going to Aldi, Aldi, Mercadona, and Supercell. So um, last week, while I was miss while we were missing in action, I did actually do a um, I did a webinar for a uh, the Amazon group that I'm a member of, and um, I did a whole webinar on email marketing. I'm going to see if I can get the um, uh, the copy of the video for that um, because I'm creating my gardening construction skills. <laughs> Um, no, so there's there's been a um, so our bot is our bot is doing doing great things. I think, I think actually, what I think, I think there must be a conversation going on on the um, live somewhere. All right, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. So no, I did a did a whole whole presentation of about an hour and ten, an hour and fifteen minutes on email marketing, um, and it's it's interesting. There's um, certainly there's a lot of um, online businesses, Amazon sellers, who have never built an email list. So if you have the skills and knowledge of how to build a list, there are plenty of Amazon sellers out there who have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea about email marketing at all. 
And it was kind of almost like I was talking Swahili to them um, because, you know, it's, it's something that was totally alien to them to communicate with their customers. Um, so, you know, if, if you're looking for an, an opportunity, um, um, if you're looking, if you're looking for a, a business opportunity to jump into, if you're an email marketer, or if you're good at getting, getting leads or buying leads, it's like, you know, the Amazon sellers lot are desperate. Um, they're in dire straits at the moment because most of them have like Amazon's taken their business away from them. So, you know, it's, um, that there's, there's an option for you. If you're, if, if you're sat there thinking, oh, I want to do something, I want to diversify, I want to do something different. If you've got, you know, in vague nouns about email marketing, which hopefully if you've been part of our group for long enough, you'll, uh, you've at least got the basics of actually how to build a list and how, actually how to communicate with your audience. And that's all I was talking to them about was, you know, how to build a list and how to communicate. And a lot of them are say it's, it's a, it's a concept that's completely alien to them. So definitely worthwhile getting into. Funny, um, Donald said is that his wife's been doing the garden. The only person in Spain who's been working is our bloody gardener. And he insists on eight o'clock in the morning, starting his strimmer or his lawnmower three times a week. I mean, ah, man, that man, he hates me. Because he always starts outside our place. Mm, oh. But yeah. I, I, so yeah, I think I think everybody's sleeping in until like 10.30 every morning now in, in our in our village. It's it's a it's like a ghost town. Um it, really bizarre. But and there's me trotting off to my office in the morning at nine o'clock in the morning, like a good boy. Try to avoid one of the two policemen in the valley. Oh, that's it. It's, it's like, well, you can go down one side of the river or the other side of the river, and like generally they only drive down the, the main road. So if you go down the back road, they, they'll never see you. Right. Anybody got any questions that we can not not related to gardening or cooking? Please, okay. yeah. <laughs> right, I'll tell you if you, anyone got any tips for hairdressing, look at the, I mean, look, I look, I can get you, a top knot, look. Don't do a top knot. Do you know what? No, I was, no, I, I, was um, I, I was watching an Ezra Firestone that, video. Um, I, I was watching an Ezra Firestone video. Ezra Firestone, if you don't know Ezra, Ezra's like um, really super smart when it comes to e-commerce, email marketing, uh, direct consumer brand stuff, branding, brand building, all that kind of stuff. Brilliant guy. Um, and, you know, he's always done like the whole like man bun thing. Anyway, watching the video, I know, man bun, it just doesn't work. Um, You're just jealous, Tim. I know. Anyway. <laughs> if you did a man bun, it would be a donut on the top of your head. <laughs> anyway, I was watching a video the other day, and I was like, I turned around to Sam, and I was like, has he got bunches? And yet, he basically plaited his head. I'm like, oh, my God, Ezra. It's like, how is your wife letting you like you know, get on camera with bunches? <laughs> Weird, man. Oh, dear. Right. So I'm just going to play my hair for half an hour. What are you, what are you doing for the rest of the day? Uh, I've got a phone call with somebody a little bit later to do with um, looking at running some of my ad campaigns for me. Um, so good question there. Um, what apps do you recommend for promotion? Right. So I recommend, I love, I love Promo Republic. Okay. I was using Content Cal and I really like that. And it was about $47 a month. I got on AppSumo. 
I got um, Promo Republic for $39, $49 lifetime. And it's brilliant because I can do graphics inside there. I don't have to go out to do my graphics. I can do it in there. I can schedule things. I can see which posts have been getting uh, the most amount of engagement so I can then reschedule them. Now, I will say I haven't been using it for the last two weeks when I've been having my meltdown. Yeah, I was, written for it. I was, I was channeling Paul Mort last week. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Promo Republic, I like. What else do I use for scheduling? Um, um, I use uh, Hootsuite. We, we, we use Zoho Social. Um, yeah. Stupid. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I use Hootsuite because I'm still on a legacy plan that's sort of $7 a month. Okay. And what I do with that, I mean, I don't post a lot, but I monitor. I use Hootsuite for monitoring because you've got feed, feeds of stuff coming in. So I've got my Twitter feed on there so I can see if anyone messaging me. I've got other people's Twitter feeds. So I've got various marketers feeds. So if somebody, and not well-known marketers as well, it's quite, that's a, a good tip. If you get a feed of somebody who's not well-known, but posts good stuff, you get lots of ideas for content. <laughs> Things are that bad when, if you're chatting to Morty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't chat to him. I just had a, a breakdown like it, like an old school Morty breakdown last week. Um, there is, I, if you're in, if anybody's in SMO Pro at the moment, I posted a link today for um, a tool that watches for tr upcoming trends. It's like exploding trends or something. If you're in there now, can you do a quick post of it? Exploding Topics. ExplodingTopics.com. There you go. Uh, yeah, ExplodingTopics.com. Uh, I went in there today, set it for one week, not too much decent data. Set it for a year, loads of decent data. Set it for three months, good data. So you see which topics are up and coming. Um, and it gives you an idea of what you can focus on going forward. I just had a quick look through it. And when I said to three months, lots of ideas for affiliate promotions. I saw all the, I said, I set my section, my, my category to, to marketing and a lot of marketing products that were a bit getting talked about or starting to talk about were coming up. So, um, do you use hashtags to build content? If I remember, yes. On, <laughs> I would use it. I use hashtags on Twitter because that, that's basically how people search on Twitter for hashtags. Um, I'll use some on Instagram, but I'm, I, I, I don't understand Instagram. I'm useless at Instagram. Um, but I, I will add four or five like marketing, content marketing, right? That's it. Oh, that's, that was one of the trends. Uh, nano influencers. Hey, Peter, if you're still there, there's your new, your new product. Nan nano influ if influencers. It's people with between 1,000 and 10,000 um, followers on Instagram. Now, I immediately thought, oh, that's interesting because that's a great little target niche. Right? How to become a, a nano influencer. So it's basically like you know, how to build a small list that converts. So that's a really interesting topic. If I understood Instagram, I'd be on that like a ton of bricks. Um, sorry, but we're getting hashtags, Facebook, I don't bother using hashtags. I might do it on a video to help Facebook identify the video, but not for humans. Um, so yeah, and uh, on YouTube, I don't use hashtags, but I do use categories, uh, not categories, tags. I use a lot of tags on YouTube. So do yeah. Do you know who I wouldn't want to be right now? 
a uh, travel a, a, a travel influencer because they've got no influence <laughs> well no, they've actually got probably way more influence than anything because people would be looking uh, for ideas when st stuff finished but for actually selling stuff no chance um yeah i mean th th there are some people who are really going to struggle and some people who are going to come out of this a lot stronger and I mean, that's what we're trying to do now we're trying to get as many of our uh members to actually get their finger out and actually like use this as the opportunity it is as tim was saying like, look for buying cheap sites now um it's, look it's, at how you can use them for lead generation building audiences i think this i think this, like, three weeks ago four weeks ago on this call like the the one thing that i'm i'm asking myself and i'm asking the people in our office like to be aware of in the next in the next month or so is what i think what are the things that people are going to want and need as they as we're coming out of this what what's the thing that's going to be what's their pain point going to be at that time because you know people will be going back to work they'll feel like they've got some more money to hand as well you know what's yeah it's that whole you know going to where the puck is going to be rather than where it is now kind of thing but it's just being a little bit more aware of um seeing the trends of where people are going to be in pain in the next three three four weeks or eight weeks or whatever the timeline is going to be for this whole thing and it's it's just it, people are kind of getting a bit sort of like oh well should i be taking up taking taking this time as an opportunity and all this kind of stuff and it's well somebody has to and it's it's not about um uh you know sucking the the life soul out of out of the world by you know maximizing the opportunity because people are in pain it, it's just being aware that people are going to be looking for solutions to stuff be the but just be the provider for that solution uh for that for that particular pain point sorry um you know really look at it from that perspective and that's what we do as entrepreneurs is we're looking for opportunities so yeah. you know, I mean, if you know people who are good with money i mean creating a course or training now on how to manage your money um because people are going to need to manage things they're going to have to pay that at a certain point they have to start paying their bills again if they're not still paying them uh, and they're going to have to budget and work out how to budget i mean if you can start helping people with stuff like that that is going to be okay might not maybe it's already now but in the next three months that's going to be massive you know there's people like um the money saving expert in the uk um martin lewis you know his stock is going to rise and rise and rise over the next couple of months and it's like yeah if you've got a uh, a system or a method for like managing finances absolutely you know do that obviously i'm a big fan of profit first um from a business perspective but you can use profit first from a uh a, as an individual as well um yeah yeah, but um, if you if you've no idea what I'm talking about, just do a search for Profit First book on on Google, and you'll find it. Um, uh, is it Mike McCallowitz? I think yeah. it's the guy who um, it's. I can't, I'm not even going to try and spell the name, um, <laughs> but um, definitely well worth getting hold of that book if um, finances of interest. It's some it's a process that I followed for my own businesses for the last two three years now. And it has made such a substantial difference to the uh, yeah. the available cash flow that we have in our business. Um, so, um, uh, what Maurice, Maurice was just saying about exploding topics. Notice Don Miller's site Story Brand is exploding. 
Yes, absolutely. And, and the, for good reason. It's like Don Miller's, the story brand stuff is like, people are not necessarily looking for just, um, just yet another um, XYZ kind of bland brand kind of thing. It's like, if they want to spend some money on something, they're going to spend it on something that actually has a story. Well, what's the site that you sent me yesterday? I went, wow, that's expensive. You went, no, it's not. No, um, Volback. So um, V-O-L-L-E-B-A-K.com. So if you want to type that in, Mark, um, V-O-L-L-E-B-A-K.com. Um, and Volback is a... Um, uh, how could I describe technical wear or, you know, um, it's basically they've, they, their storytelling is off the chain. It is brilliant. Um, and it's a, basically it's men's apparel. So they'll do things like the hundred year, um, uh, hundred year hoodie, or they've got a, a graphene jacket, a, a jacket made from graphene, or they'll have ceramic, like, you know, t-shirts or ceramic hoodies and things like that which are utterly, you know, they've, I think they've got a bulletproof or practically bulletproof um, hoodie um, that's made from um, uh, Dyneema, which is um, in, in its configuration, it's actually stronger than steel. It's 15 times stronger than steel. Um, so uh, incredible. You, you clothing geek. I, well, no, I'm, I'm not a clothing geek. I just became a clothing geek by reading Volbach yesterday. So I was, you know, I lost inspiration for stuff yesterday and I was like, fuck it, I'm going home. I'm going to, and then somebody pointed me in the direction of Volback and I was just like, holy crap, that's good. So I sat and created a piece of copy that was in the Volback style. So I basically created a copy for Lean Greens, but in the Volback style. And it's, it's quite, a, it was quite a good mental exercise for me to go, well, I've talked about my greens product in this way for such a long time. And it's like, I'm bored of the way I talk about it. Let's talk about it in this way and just use the Volback example of actually how you talk about the product. And I say, it was a really interesting exercise for me to go through. And it's a, you know, I wrote a piece of copy that within about 30 minutes, I was like, wow, that's actually quite good. I might do that as a test. Um, yeah. So I have it as a split test, but definitely go, go watch, uh, go look at Volback. Um, yeah, the self-isolation tank hoodie um some of the natural ways is just said um have a self-isolation tank hoodie so basically it's got a hood and he's got basically a zip that basically it covers your entire face but inside you can actually see through you can see out but people can't see in and it is robbing just... banks though isn't it sorry that's robbing banks and they're not banks aren't open so why would you need it <laughs> i know well i did actually see somebody the other week um walking outside of marks and spencer's um, this lad that had a, a hoodie on, but he had a full gas mask with a canister on the side and the big like, goggles and stuff. I was like, holy shit, man. <laughs> that freaked me out. Well, more unfortunately, than... he, he, he kept it from last time he was rioting then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that type, type of town. Um, Can I tell a story? Go on. Shall I tell a story about gas masks? Obviously, people know I was in the army, but before I was in the army, I was traveling around Europe and at one point, um, I was in southern France, and southern France have a police force called the CRS. Now, the CRS are evil bastards, right? So when, they, when it comes time to close the square down at night at 2 o'clock in the morning when the bar shut, people tend to sit around and stuff. So what the CRS do is they fire tear gas into the square, right? So everyone gets up and pisses off home. 
right? So I got that three or four times that I got tear gassed whilst having a drink. So I joined the army and partly your army training is they put you in a little room, put in tear gas and make you take your, your mask off, right? So you stand in there first with your mask on so you can see that they, they, they prove it works. Then they take it off to show you that the effect and within 30 seconds, within now 10 seconds, everyone's out of there. Anyway, three minutes later, I'm still sat in there completely immune to tear gas. People <laughs> <laughs> were, what? So, so used to it. Because it, it makes your eyes water. Yeah. Right? And it, it stings your eyes. But that's pretty much the only thing it does to me. So I, think I, I don't know what happened now, so don't try tear gassing me. But <laughs> we might do it live on air one day. <laughs> Let's tear gas mask. Um, yeah, completely immune to tear gas. So I've got no need for a gas mask. And if, you, if you're doing any riots, I'm your man. Bro, anyway. No, I'm just reading um, some of the sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, copywriting. I've, I've set aside 90 minutes every day now to go back over some of the courses I've got. Um, look, look at it. So, we've got far too much. And that's the problem is like um, <laughs> over the years. Ian, was that Pamplon Beach? Because Pamplon, or, or was that the newest part of, part of Pamplon Beach? <laughs> another, this is a, another story from that time. Uh, I used to sell donuts and cans of Coke and occasionally the illegal beer and illegal beer on the beach. And I noticed that nobody was going down to the uh, nudist part of Pamplon Beach. So I went right, took all my kit off, walked down there, sold out in 10 minutes. <laughs> there you go. I have always been an entrepreneur. You yeah. <laughs> you also have no shame. Anders, woohoo, how are you doing, man? <laughs> You must be the world expert, expert at polishing one piece of furniture now. <laughs> oh dear. He, he pretty furloughed himself. <laughs> yeah, we're not going there. Not going there, no. Um, yeah, no, Mark's made a really good point there um, to do with the, um, the courses that we, ha we all have. Um, I've got a hard drive full of the damn things. Mark's got a hard drive full of the things. Um, uh, a server full of them as well. <laughs> whole server full of blooming courses. Um, you know, now's the time. It's like, especially if you're sat twiddling your thumbs wondering what to do. It's like a lot of people are literally just going, well, I can't be asked working because nobody else is. Now's the time, you know, you're either earning or learning as my... Um, as my uh, uh, ex-business um, mentor used to say, earning or learning, those are the two things that we should be doing. <laughs> That's because he's a natty social bastard. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that's because 18 months ago, he moved to Yorkshire. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's no, that, that's human self isolation. It's it's kind of kind of normal in Yorkshire, isn't it? Isn't it to self isolate? All oh, right. Anyway, anything else? I think I think that's enough. Like random BS for one day. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for those coming on. Um, if you're not a member of the SMO, uh, there's a free group which is uh, smofree.com. Uh, join the foundation. Here we go. There we go. Join forward slash free. There we go. Um, and you can ask any questions you want. We will answer anything. And you'll find lots, I've been publishing lots of tips and stuff like that. And 
Uh, we've got a marketplace where you've got service, just add it in the service. You might get a customer or two. Um, if you're affected by Amazon, Mark Ramos in there sources uh, stock. So you could probably swap out Amazon with your own stock. Um, yeah. And basically, I mean, if you go like me and get a bit of a breakdown, <laughs> you go a bit, look, just take time off. Okay. I was going to say, just shut yourself away. But that's part of the problem. Um, the problem go sit and have a cup of coffee. Oh, no, shit. Can't do that. Um, yeah. No, exactly. No, just, just like do what you want to do, chill out for a bit, study some courses, read some books. I think the thing is, like, there's um, people who are literally going to spend the next like six weeks, seven weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is, sat doing nothing. And it's like, you know, the fact that um, so a lot of you guys are actually doing stuff and pushing forward is meaning that you're way ahead of the game when this whole thing kind of clears. So, um, yeah, just, yeah, keep on keeping yeah. on. Right. Time to go, guys. I'm going to go and study some more, do some more Facebook ads, work out some shit, write stuff on the wardrobes. <laughs> Take crayons up my nose. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Uh, I, I am. I am. I am not posting that. That. <laughs> Why did you post that? <laughs> actually, if you watched the video from the other day. It was actually really good. Some great music. No, seriously. Do a search because on on Vimeo they got all their, their old gigs. They actually they normally do Glastonbury and stuff like that. So it's not some weird guy just going, I'll do a morning rave. They're actually a professional morning rave company. Um, yeah. Right. Anyway, that's enough for today. <laughs> Later. Bye. Yeah, stay safe, guys. Bye. You've been listening to the Friday Live thing. For show notes and resources, head over to members.seriousmarketersonly.com.